Welcome to the Let Your Woo Woo Show podcast, where we discuss a wide range of topics from weird science to everyday miracles. We feature interesting people, places, and ideas. This podcast is about getting curious, educating ourselves, and celebrating all the wild, wonderful, and sometimes weird aspects of this world we share. The intent of this show is to open up our minds to new ideas in a fun and informative way, and ultimately help deepen our connection with ourselves, each other, and this world we interact with. If you like deep discussions and out-of-the-box topics, you are in the right place. Welcome. Hello, Let Your Woo Woo Show audience. I am so excited today to have on a new friend of mine, Carly Conti, and she is an intuitive empath, a tarot oracle, and an energy interpreter. And most importantly, she is a soul that loves to help others navigate their way through their life journey. Carly, I am so happy to have you on today. Um, I would love the guests to, um, I'd love for you to introduce yourself and just let the guests know how in the world did you come to um, do tarot and just energy work? Well, Stephanie, thank you so much for having me on today. It's truly like an honor and a pleasure and I'm incredibly grateful. And I just think this is such a wonderful space that you've created and this is exciting. So thank you for being great. Thank you for having me on. And so how did I get to tarot and, and where I'm at? Well, I, this is a place I never, ever thought I would be. If you would have told me prior to 2018 that I would have anything to do with spirituality or tarot, I would have thought that you have lost your mind. And, you know, I, I, it's, a, it's a hard thing because I've heard many different versions of people awakening and how they come to spirituality. And for me, it's almost going to be three years, but it was July 9th on 2018. And I was standing in my kitchen and I was going through incredible life changes. I had lost a lot of things and I was struggling with addictions and I was struggling with just everything. I couldn't take care of myself. And I was in my kitchen and I just, I went from being a lifelong atheist, probably, if you will, connected to nothing, believing in nothing, living life completely erratically. Like there was no meaning to anything for me to, in one moment, I knew things I didn't know before. It was a consciousness shift. Like I look back now and I'm like, oh, it was a consciousness shift. But I immediately, like, I just, it was like I was on autopilot and I walked into my room and I knew I needed to be meditating. And then slowly I just started discovering myself and I went through a whole healing process. But with tarot, it's funny because I would have never purchased a deck of tarot uh, cards for myself, just. I thought it was just weird, but I knew my friend was interested in it. And this is going to make me seem like a bad friend, but it's all how the universe works because I would have never bought a deck for myself. So I purchased her a deck for Christmas. I wrapped it up. I put it under the Christmas tree and it was like calling my name. So I opened it up. I know that sounds like terrible, but I opened it up and I, I saw them and I felt them. And I had known at that moment that I had been doing this like for lifetimes. Like it was just immediate connection. And so I fell in love and what tarot did for me is help me come back home to myself. So that's the short version of it. <laughs> yeah, you did that well. I yeah, I can relate to this a hundred percent. And 
it was the same for me, actually, same kind of story. Now I don't, I don't do tarot. I don't use tarot for my living, but I use it to support my spirituality. And I'm the same as you. I, I, I can't even believe I'm doing this podcast sometimes because I'm like, I'm holding a space for all of this. I call it woo-woo just because that's what others call it, but um, it doesn't feel woo-woo to me. It feels like home, but I can't believe that this space happened um, because I just, it's like one step after another. I also, I keep saying I'm going to do a podcast about my awakening and I haven't yet. So I apologize to the audience. It is coming. But I had an awakening and then I also had, um, I have, I've had a few now and I'm sure you, you can attest to that. It's like layers to it. Um, but, uh, sure. yeah. And then, and then I realized that, well, I can't ignore there has, there is something out there, you know, there is a higher connective power or whatever you want to say energy. Um, there's no denying it. And a, for a client of mine gave me tarot and she just, I guess she sensed that it was in me. But I'd never spoken to her about tarot before. I'd, I'd only said I'd gone to have my tarot read. That was, yeah. I guess I was always a little open-minded to it, obviously. And then, uh, yeah, and then I opened up my deck and the same as you. It was like, wow. It just came so naturally and easily to me. So, mm -hmm. yeah, when it comes to, okay. But that. that's one thing. That is one thing. And I'm sure we're not the only ones. And I'm sure that there's people who are listening to this now and they're thinking, really tarot or there are some that are thinking yeah tarot so I want to know like how I know you use it for business and I also know you use it for personal life so mm -hmm. what um how do you use it for both how does it complement your life like that sure so when I was getting to know the deck I I've never been like um, an out of the book learner right and so I would pull a, a card for myself every single day like right at the beginning right when I got it just one don't want to overcomplicate things. And I would like observe the energy, what was going on throughout the day. And it helped me get like life experience and understand and just have an understanding of different types of archetypes. Cause I think that's really what each card is. It's an archetype within all human beings, but it helped me understand like the different facets of life. And so personally it can be, I don't really do like in-depth readings for myself because it's it, you get your own ego involved. It's harder for me to read for myself. But I do still uh, look at a couple oracles every day. I do have a couple of decks of cards I don't use professionally. I just use them in an intimate way. So the oracle decks, some of the guidebooks, I really like that, even though I intuitively read for my business. And then with business, you know, I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, I have my personal readings and I have my YouTube channel. It's just whatever comes to me. I like to really open everything up to whatever the divine wants to come through. I very rarely narrow it down unless a client wants me to. I'm like, let's open it up because there might be things that your level of consciousness isn't asking about, but the divine wants to deliver to you, right? At this time to activate and trigger. So Hope that answers that question. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. I love it. And I think um, you hit the nail on the head there. And I've really been lately called to listen to Abraham Hicks. So I'm not sure if you're familiar with, uh, yeah. that, with yeah. your story and awesome. So, uh, you know, just this morning, for instance, as I'm doing my work and plugging away, because like yourself, I'm, well, I'm doing an online business. That's how, what we have in common. And so I'm plugging away at that. And and I'm listening to it in my ear. And, and, and the story came on this morning about um, flowing with the river or swimming upstream. 
And I had this, um, you know, just a, like a big epiphany just this morning about I how many things I am swimming upstream for and how many things that uh, I'm now being aware of and just allowing to flow. And one of the things for me that I'm in flow is when I have the tarot and when I'm, you know, and when I'm just listening to that inner wisdom and I'm not struggling with it, I'm not, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not uh, trying to push things. And so that's a learning for me that I'm having right now. But one thing I've noticed with yourself is that you are very open and I've had the pleasure, the reason why I have you on this podcast and for the listeners is I've had the pleasure of, of listening to you and having um, not an intimate reading with you, but a group reading and several. And I just absolutely loved the way that you are so playful with source, with, with the energy that comes to you. You're so um, just receiving. And as for the narrowing of it and how that comes down to the river for me is when we, when we get our own egos involved and I, you know, I feel like this is what you're saying. When we get our own egos involved, we almost create blockages about not even allowing the miracles of life to happen. You know, it's like, we get this vision of how life is supposed to be, but really when we open up and I've discovered this, when we open up, it's like, oh my goodness, look what life can be. Right. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that speaks to you at all, but I know that, um, I know that you have had some incredible moments in your life. And I just want to ask you, have you moved? Because we were talking in the last, uh, you were talking in one of our last readings and you had this really cool story about how you manifested your new place. Well, I didn't, I mean, I, I haven't moved into the new place quite yet. I'm in a transition. The universe, oh, that was a big uh, ego death for me too. It felt like uh, in society's point of view that I was taking a step backwards because I'm in transition right now and I am staying with a friend. I do have a place lined up, but it ended up being exactly the healing that I needed. Her three children are so beautiful and um, I really got to spend a lot of time with them. She's been the only person in my life, like as a close friend that I truly have had that I consider a real friend to this day. She's the person that taught me how to be a friend and it's been extremely healing for me. So it's, I had this little stop right here and I think I'm going to be sad to go, even though I was stubborn to come. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. And isn't that yeah. the way life is? I mean, is. yeah, we get, uh, whether or not we, whether or not we want the lesson, we, the lesson is available. How about that? I was, I was just about to say we get the lesson, but that's not necessarily true. We, the lesson is there if we want it. And then what a beautiful mm -hmm. one for you. I love it. Absolutely. So how do you see, like, okay, you do you do tarot, or, tarot oracle uh, cards as well, mm -hmm. regular tarot, mm -hmm. and you are an energy interpreter. How does that all go together? How does that all fit together for you? Well, for me at this point, I, I think I when, I when I first started, I gave more power to the tarot than it needed, even though it's a very powerful tool. Um, I, it's just a way of me visually seeing what the, what the divine wants to say, because I'm a visual person. And so it's energy and, and it's all energy and it's an energy that I feel. So I, I think um, at this point and in, in, in the future, I can probably read and channel through without the cards, but they're an incredibly helpful tool to help me 
interpret because everything is energy and to see and feel most importantly, what people are feeling, what they're going through. And for me, I've just been through so many experiences that most of the time I know exactly what that feeling is. And so I interpret it and I verbalize it back to my clients or my viewers in a way that they, a practical and grounded way that they can understand. So I put energy into words, right? I feel it and I put that feeling into words. Something that I found a lot of people find challenging. And so it's such an honor to be able to do that. I, and I love the complexity of it. And I love that there's no exact formula to it, right? Because I need, I'm like the kind of person I can't do monotony and energy is always different. The story is always different. And I, like I said, I really love the complexity and that's how I interpret it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, and I can see, I, I see exactly what you mean. See, uh, obviously I'm visual too, because I just said the words, I see what you mean. <laughs> I feel funny, but in that, I use tarot myself for mostly journaling prompts. I do believe that they are a source. I like. I just want in my heart to believe, and I just do believe that it's a source for you know my angels um, to mm -hmm. speak through. I mm -hmm. also Absolutely. for those who are more pragmatic, and for the pragmatic part of me, I I think of tarot like an ink blot test. So, you know, just like with psychology, I, I have a couple books that I do and one in particular, I wish I could remember the name of it now. I'll put it in the show notes, but it's a random book that I got at a healing store and it's you journal your way through your chakras with tarot. Cool. It is the, oh, Carly, it is so cool. It is one of the best books I've ever read, but what it does is what I noticed is no matter what card I pull, I can write about it for myself. And it goes back to what you said about the archetypes. And so mm -hmm. it really shows that there is that archetype, no matter what it is within me. And it helps me to draw it out. I've, I'm a journaler. I believe in journaling big time. I believe it's a type of self-therapy and I have mm -hmm. never felt so uh, challenged and excited um, ever before than when I pick up and channel and, and journal with my cards. Yeah. Just because it's like, yeah, it's like that inkblot test. So mm -hmm. if somebody were to um, pick up a tarot deck, like, you know, some people say you should be gifted a deck. Do you believe that to be true? I don't believe in any, I don't believe in right or wrong. I don't believe in good or bad. And I believe we all make our own rules. And yeah. so whatever you want to do, you do. If you want to buy yourself a tarot deck, if you want to do buy tarot the and deck. you're sitting there waiting, yeah, if you're sitting there waiting for somebody to gift you, I mean, I guess you could manifest it, you know, I guess you could, but if you, that makes you feel better. But if you want to wait, wait, if you, if you don't go buy the deck, go buy the deck. Right. Um, yeah. Is there a certain deck that you would recommend for people that, um, and I know it's hard to say, I, as I'm saying this, I know it's hard, but is there one that really aligned with you or one that you found throughout that might be a great recommendation to start? Or, or I actually, um, I, you know, I, I would say, because everybody's intuition and it's a great test of intuition, I would say go into the store, probably, I mean, do what you want. I never say should. I never want to tell people what to do. If you want to buy it off Amazon, do it. But go into a metaphysical shop and follow your intuition. Like just the one that you have your eye on, right? And it's a good, it's a good, um, what is it? Um, 
<laughs> what is that word? It's a good exercise. Yeah, it's a good exercise in building that uh, trust and intuition with yourself because walk into the store, you'll be called to the one that is right for you. And I just, what I've found is we are as human beings a lot more alike than we are different, but we're all very complex and different at the same time, right? Like that, that, um, what is that? Um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but so what spe might speak to somebody might not speak to another. So it's, you know, there isn't, I'm sorry. There's no recommendation that I have. I mean, we have Rider Waite. This is like the OG, you know, the Rider Waite deck here. Rider Waite deck, yeah. Yeah, the original. So, I mean, if I was to give one, it would be that one. <laughs> I will say um, we are different in the way, like I am such, uh, you said you're very intuitive. You picked them up and you just wanted to go with them. And uh, I myself was more the type that I had to, um, not had to, I felt that I felt like I wanted to do courses. So I did several little courses on it. And then, you know, I kind of felt like all of a sudden it's just like training wheels. So all of mm -hmm. a sudden it's like, I just feel like one training wheel knocked off and then another yes. knocked off. And yes. then all of a sudden I was riding with my two wheels and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm about to swear here, but fuck the, the courses. I got this shit. And yes. so I was just gone. So now, um, you know, I do consult a book every once in a while, especially when it's mm -hmm. for somebody else, not necessarily for me, um, because I trust my intuition, but sometimes for other people, I, I, I don't have that same level of trust because I do read for friends. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, other than that, though, it's just usually just to hit a word or two to make sure I didn't miss something or whatever. But it's it's just um, I know that everybody has to find their own way. And that was that was my way into it for sure. Yes. But I, 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 I wish. Yeah, I, I didn't pick it up. There was one deck I remember you were you were doing. Uh, I did pick up the deck I asked you about after it was uh, it was a beautiful um, it's a beautiful deck all about uh, the emotions. I forget what it's called now, but it's all, it reminded me of an Oracle deck and a tarot deck all in one. Yeah, And um, it's not my go-to for my own readings, like you said, because I have my first deck is my deck for that. But when I read for other people, I find it's such a beautiful, beautiful deck. I'm not sure. Do you remember what uh, the name of that one was? I, I don't. Was it the White Light Oracle? Notes. What was it? Yeah. Was it the White Light Oracle? No, I don't think it was a White Light Oracle. I do have that one as well. It was a blue deck. Um, oh, it was a tarot? Yeah. Yeah. Angels? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So this one is, I don't know if I have the exact. Oh, that's okay. We can put it in the show notes. It's no big deal. But Angel tarot cards. Angel tarot cards. Um, very simple. <laughs> We're like overcomplicating simple, it. Right? It's the angel tarot cards. <laughs> like you said, that was, that was the, that was the uh, eclipse last night. Um, <laughs> but yes. no, it's the angel, the angel tarot. And I do for anybody who um, wants a more, connection with spirit. I would say that deck for me is um, very connected to spirit. And it's just, a, um, it doesn't, there's not as much interpretation with it, I find. It's it's very clear. Um, the, the symbolism is there, but it's not the same as like rider, the rider, rider deck, the rider white deck. That yes. one is full of symbolism. Like, yes. oh God, the deeper you go, yes. the deeper you get. Um, and yes. that one's really connected with the angels, which I love. So yes, what I'm trying and, to say by all that is so much variety. Go ahead. Yes. Sorry. And well, no, I, there's a couple things here. I think 
that uh, like we were talking about, I want to go back to that energy interpretation, how people, there's different ways to interpret energy from a different, it's the same energy, but it could be from a different level of consciousness, right? Um, if it's from a lower level of consciousness, it obviously seems like it's happening to me. It's the same energy. But what I love about that angel tarot card deck is it has those little descriptions. So that might be a good starter deck. You know, yeah. I think we're onto something there because it has it right on the card, but it's a very elevated interpretation of the energy as opposed to scary, right? Because we just, we want to kind of shy away from fear, right? So it's a, it's an elevated interpretation of it. And that's what I love about it. And we talked about the angels a, a couple of times here. I, I work heavily with the angels. I have a strong relationship. And so I just wanted to put that out there as well. Just say it because I, I do, I, I, I work with them. <laughs> so. I love that. Um, and I think that's what makes it so special for you. I, every time you've done a reading, I just felt so connected to the reading. I really did. And it's, uh, it's amazing to me how we, you know, you can read from the angels that you can read or they can flow through you. You allow it so well that we're in a group of 30 people. And yet I feel like you're speaking just to me. And it, I just, that's an incredible, incredible talent. And as for the angels, I, I get <laughs> well, thank you. And, and as I, I still, I'm with you. I believe that that's, I mean, how else is the damn thing's going to be able to communicate with us and, you know, whatever, and I, you know, please, I am, I don't mean that in a blasphemous way at all. I really don't believe the angels care if we swear. Um, I no, really I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. Like this shouldn't, shouldn't. I'm with you completely. These rules that we put on, I, I go, is it helpful or is it unhelpful? And what more helpful can it be than to allow the tarot or allow something like that, doesn't have to be tarot, to connect us with our higher self. I cannot, in any way that you frame it for me, I cannot see how it is unhelpful if it helps us to connect within our deeper selves. Absolutely. That's how it stands with me with tarot. And I'm just yes. realizing now I'm going to have to put an explicit warning now on this. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious um what i wanted to know from you carly is uh when we're talking about regular decks and we're talking about um energy interpretation of the cards and all that i know that there are some cards that people are so afraid to get like they're afraid to get the terror the tower they're afraid to get death um you know they're afraid of i'm trying to the devil card um you know and some people find the three of the three of swords scary um, so how do you feel about those negative interpretations of the cards? Well, I can say that absolutely at the beginning, I felt the same way. It was scary. And when you don't have that level of surrender or faith going through those changes that those cards bring, um, can be very scary, right? Especially if we're comfortable and we're comfort zone, even if we're uncomfortable where we're at. But those cards that you just mentioned, the Three of Swords, the Devil card, the Tower card, those are the cards that when you look back and you were going through those moments, even though it might not have felt the greatest, provided the opportunity for the, the largest transformation. I also say to that, Stephanie, that every single person goes through those energies and faces those energies in their life. We're not, when you get the Devil card in a reading, if 
it brings up a feeling of bad or shame, then that's something that we need to get rid of and work past because that's the block that's holding us back from the life that we desire and deserve, you know? So it's, it's all happening for us, those energies, even though I find it much easier to navigate through now, you know, um, when I get the tower, I'm like, bring it on, let's go, like take away what no longer serves me. But yeah, I can definitely see. And with the three of swords, that's that heartbreak, but that's where we truly, it breaks so we can put it back together and we can heal. And once you're on the other side of a three of swords energy, you can love deeper and feel deeper than you have ever felt prior. So it's a wonderful thing, even though I do identify and understand how it can be a scary thing. But I'd say, look it in the face and say, let's go. It's the best outlook you can have for it when those cards come up in a reading. I love that. And uh, that's exactly how I look at it as well. When I'm, and especially if, if I'm doing a journaling reading for myself um, and I get those cards, I remember the first time I got a tar uh, the tower card and I thought, oh shit. <laughs> but then my next thought was, Exactly that. It was like, I've been through tower moments in my life and I have grown from everyone. And I'm not going to say, I'm going to preface this angels. I am not asking for a tarot moment. <laughs> I I've had enough. But I will say that um, those moments have been my biggest learnings. And so as much as I don't, I don't focus on that energy. I don't, you know, I don't call it in and I don't, I don't live in fear is what I'm trying to say of getting that. Um, I do recognize that I've got a big learning coming. That's what I'm recognizing. And I actually see it as a positive thing. And when I read them for other people, my, I always, I, I don't read, I haven't read yet for anybody who knows the cards enough. <laughs> so I haven't had the issue. So I always read in a positive light, which you do too. I've noticed that. So I don't live in fear myself. I believe in um, relinquishing fear from our lives as much as possible because we get enough anyway. Um, mm -hmm. so, you know, when I'm reading for somebody else, I spin it in the most positive way that I can, even if I get all three of the darn cards and I'm like, or as you know, just, I get a whole reading that is really heavy. I, you know, I try to spin it as positively as I can, because I also know that it's, there's a suggestion there that I, if somebody is already fearful that I don't want to bring them down the road of more fear. And so that's yeah. why I like the angel deck that you shared, the Rayleigh and mm -hmm. uh, Valentine, I think it is, um, deck. Yeah. Because there is a higher message with all of them that is so less scary. And I, I yes. actually listened to an interview with Rayleigh and he talked about that. That's why he wanted to make that deck because he wow. just, yeah, he wanted to make it so that it wasn't scary. He didn't believe that tarot should be scary. He, mm -hmm. you know, people shouldn't be sitting down dreading what the cards are going to say. Um, they, you know, it should be a, a, a time where you're sitting there and you're just um, accepting the messages from your angels or accepting mm -hmm. the messages from, you know, your higher self, whatever you want to call it. And so I think it's a beautiful thing. And that's what really called to me with your readings is because I, I know you do that too. Uh, whether you, mm -hmm. I, I feel like you consciously do it. However, whether it's conscious or unconscious, your readings are always um, very uplifting. So is that something that you do consciously or unconsciously? 
you know, I think it's, I think it's just how I live my life and how I view my life at this point. So it comes through on the readings, but I would say that I'm only able to do that because I've went through so many tower moments because I've faced so much devil energy. It's expanded my consciousness to the point where that's my reality that I live. When the tower comes in, it's like the three little pigs and the big bad wolf. It's like your house is made of straw. And this first storm that comes in, it's going to blow it down. Do you really want to live there? Do you really feel secure there? No, you don't. So you're going to build your house back up. And, you know, finally, you know, we have the opportunity to build our house of brick and it's a strong foundation. But yeah, I, I know I went off on a little tangent there, but I would say that the perception that I have is, is my reality. And so that's the value I think that I bring at this point right? As opposed to before when I thought I was ready to read <laughs> is because, you know, I, I truly do. And I share that with people. I share the outlook with people because it is the truth because we choose our truth because we choose our reality. And that's where I live. And I invite anybody who shares a space with me to come and join me and live in that reality because much better here. <laughs> it's so funny because uh, you know in and as I said in the opening and one of the things that is your motto and and one thing that you love to do is to help people navigate their way through life and I'm a life coach and that's what I do and I just had like almost like it dropped on my head just now I'm like hero is almost like life coaching and I'm not mm -hmm. even kidding you it's like as you were talking then, I was thinking, wow, the similarities are insane. So you are doing your own little part in helping to coach people. But the great thing about it is, is that it's so subtle because it's on them. To yes. Yes. And that's one of my missions. And I didn't realize that until later. And I do observe there are other readers kind of doing this, but there's this, there's this old and outdated belief and viewpoint we have about tarot and Oracle and to kind of, you're, you're so right. And you've observed that there, it is life coaching and, and I'm doing things a little bit differently, you know, my way. And it's my own way of life coaching. People don't realize it until it's too late. <laughs> I didn't sign up for this, <laughs> but you know, so, so yeah, I mean, I love that you've like picked that up because I truly want to make it I want to normalize it. I want to make it okay. And, and so that's, that's, it is what I do. I want to help be a part of the team that's doing that changing the way we view tarot. So. And that's a beautiful thing. I think um, now more people are opening up, not opening up, waking up at this moment, because I truly believe that the world needs us. Like that's why we are, it feels like so yes. many of us are waking up and um or like I like to say, we're Absolutely. coming online, you know, we're, we're, we're all of a sudden we're online because yes. um, they need us. They, they need people. Um, and we all have it within us. I don't mean us as in me and you Carly, like we're separate from everybody. It just means that if I think if the potential is within us in this lifetime to wake up, I think automatically we are because um, the world yes. just needs this energy so bad right now. And um, if yes. the if, if the listener is uh, at all in tune with this, I want to say like, 
go and explore like a, whether it be a tarot deck or whether it be go to a metaphysical store like Carly said and pick up some crystals or maybe just get your first crystal or uh, I don't know I don't know do you have any other ideas for them Carly that they can do to kind of help them um, to have their own little or huge awakening moment or just coming online well I would say follow the yellow brick road and by that I mean follow what makes you feel good really pay attention to what doesn't and it gets easier as you go along, but try not to listen to the voices outside of you. Follow really what makes you feel good. Does this make me happy? Does this make me light up? Does this make me, and wherever it takes you, trust that you're moving in the right direction. It might take you to a crystal. It might take you to a Reiki healer. It might take you to yoga. <laughs> you might find yourself in a meditation circle, or you might end up with all of those things with a deck of tarot cards in your lap, <laughs> whatever it is, follow what makes, what lights you up. That's, I know that's completely opposite to the programming that the world has had, right? We have this belief that we need to sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. And I'm not saying the idea of sacrifice isn't real, but we truly are allowed to follow what makes us feel good. You know, <laughs> I give you permission, <laughs> not that you need my permission, but as I was going down my journey and starting building, establishing that trust with myself, when people said something, I didn't realize it at the time, but they were giving me permission to live authentically to me. So not that you need my permission, but you have permission <laughs> to feel good. <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more. I'm so glad you said that. And it's, um, it, Unfortunately, sometimes our road back to ourselves is through others. Not unfortunately, it is a fortunate thing. I just, I think I, I say unfortunately because I wish for myself that it had happened without the validation of others, without the permission of others, without watching, having to watch others um, follow their bliss and see like, and just have that little bit of envy and be like, oh, I want that. And then just realizing, wow, wow, it's within me. It's totally available yeah. to me. It's available to everybody. And that's my coaching is purely from that viewpoint. It is purely, and I believe that the message that we are meant to be here and to spread the way that we've steered wrong in the world as a society is that we have stopped following our bliss. We are work, 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 sacrifice, 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 give, give, give. And I think the receiving, the allowing, the love, the just being, all those things that um, help us to find our joy and help us to live in moments. Um, you know, we've just kind of forgotten it. And I believe more people are waking up to it now. Uh, yeah. I had a conversation with a hairstyling client actually. And uh, I was explaining this to her after I'd had this like profound meditation and she just happened to be my quote unquote uh, love victim that day. <laughs> And she was, uh, she's totally into like hardcore work. She's very corporate. And I said to her, um, I was telling her about how I'd had this epiphany that heart is where the home is, not home is where the heart is. Our heart is where our home is. And we're meant to live from our heart. I love that. Yeah, beautiful, hey? Um, it was a download, it's not mine. <laughs> and uh, the universe gave that to me. But uh, I was explaining to her that and she said, and I said, you know, if only we followed our heart more. And she said, well, Stephanie, then I'd be going around Costco buying everything. You know, I, I, she, in her mind, it just meant that it was very hippie, that it was very undisciplined, that it was, you know, and I just said, um, I said, well, I, 
I just, I just don't that believe that to be true. I said, my, my truth is that when I live in my heart, I come from a place of beautiful creativity. I'm drawn to still work, but my work is so much more aligned with my heart. And uh, yeah, just, just, that whole, it, it, it woke me up to that whole idea. Like there are so many people who feel like the answer is to success is to drive, 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 push, push, push. And I can tell you, I know that you are having success with your business and you are also having joy. I'm having success with my business and I'm also having joy. And the great thing about it is we are spreading it. We are spreading that. How yes. profound is that? It's incredibly profound. It's, we don't realize, I mean, every single day, even without doing our quote unquote work, right? Just the people that we interact with, the people that we truly have a smile to share with. I mean, the smallest gesture, I mean, it's, it's making a ripple effect on the world. I think so many times as we're going through our journey and we want to be connected to our quote unquote purpose, right? Which we do have, but we're, we're all making an impact, right? By just bringing a different level of vibration or whatever you want to call it, right? Like to the grocery store, you're making a huge impact on the world, right? Like just by being in an elevated space, just by willing to follow your heart, like you said, willing to follow your bliss, it's, it's inspiring others, which I want to go back to because you were talking about before, you know, um, learning from others. And, and I was thinking you were inspired. And like the root of that word is to like breathe life into, like inspire means to breathe life into. And so we're like all just, you know, going around putting oxygen masks on each other. Here's a little bit. I have a little bit extra at this time. Take it and, and move on up in the world, you know? So I think it's beautiful. I mean, we're all connected. We all need each other. We all work to each, with each other. And I hope that wasn't too fragmented. <laughs> I got excited. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Your message came across beautifully. Um, okay, great. So I, I actually, um, what if you were to give advice to um, your, your younger self right now and before you came into all this, what would you say to her? Well, that's a, that is a hard one for me because I would never change anything about anything. Um, so I, I think life worked out perfectly and I don't have any regrets, but yeah, I, I would say, I, I guess I would give her a message. I wouldn't give her advice. I would just tell her it's all going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And you're going to be really happy with the final result here. Just you're stronger than you think young lady, <laughs> you know, because a lot of times in life I didn't, I, I had a, um, fear really took me down because I didn't think I was going to make it through, you know? So. That's beautiful. I've never asked that question before. I'm not even sure where it came from, but you yeah. know, the, the openness of the conversation. Um, I also, uh, I think for the listener, I would love to know what is it on YouTube? Like, I know that you have, um, general readings that they can go if they want a little hit of curly inspiration because you are like a beautiful soul beautiful energy I couldn't wait to have you as a guest so, so what are they, you <laughs> so in terms of where they can find you on YouTube and what they can expect from your channel sure so I'm on YouTube and my I go by mama manifest that's kind of like my you know other version of me it's just another facet of Carly Carly's another facet of Mama Manifests, but it's Mama Manifests, M-A-M-A -M -A, Manifests. 
And on my channel, I do, I notice that I do these collective readings daily and it's kind of um, like I was mentored by certain people on YouTube. It's kind of like bringing people through their process and I can feel what they're feeling. So, you know, we're all connected again. So there's these collective messages I do pretty frequently. There's no signs on them. There's no dates on them. So if you feel inspired right now to go to the channel and check one of those out, whatever you click is probably going to have a message in there for you. But it's really helping people move past their blocks of what comes up during the awakening journey. Like I remember my thought, I remember how many times I thought I was losing my mind, you know, like I, I, I get it, you know, and so I help people navigate their way through that. Then I also do some like Zodiac sign readings whenever I feel inspired. So a lot of the times for me, I like to, I'm a Taurus. So I like to watch Taurus specific readings. I did not know that. I just gave her the signal. Me too. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So I'm going to put that aside, my excitement so I can focus here. Um, but yeah, so I do that as well because I know sometimes at certain points in our journey, we like to have like, feel like it's a little bit more personal, you know? And I would say that they are general readings. So sometimes I'll pull in messages for another viewer, but the energy is the same. So yeah, I, I, I specialize in helping people move past unconscious blocks. You know what I mean? Like bringing it to their awareness, like, oh, that's what's going on. So that's what's on the channel. That's what I do on the channel. Amazing. And do you do that as well privately? So privately, I, when people reach out to me, I do tell them, yeah, you can give me as much information as you want and we can ask the questions to the divine. But I also let them know I like to open it up to whatever the divine wants to bring in. Because a lot of the times, like the questions we want answers to, we can't have the answers because it will mess up the lesson. We won't get the information we need, but it will, I, I, you know. So yeah, I mean, that's what I do in personal readings too. I mean, whatever comes through, comes through. It's, I mean, I've had messages all over the board. You know, sometimes messages come through and I'm like, that is an odd message, <laughs> you know, but it needed to be said, so I love that. I also had this vision when you were talking about um, that you don't put dates on your uh, YouTube channel, right? And I had this vision, like, I was like, oh, that is like a, a double, like, metaphor. I don't know what word I'm looking for. That's, it's like, but it's almost like you you choose your own um, your own tarot card by doing that. Like, you, you mm -hmm. it is meant for you. It is um, it is just like having your own deck. You know, you choose Carly's, whatever one your, your pointer on your computer wants to go to, that's your message. And it's just like having yeah. your own card. Like, um, Absolutely. Just, just so many layers of, um, I guess metaphors is the right word here. I don't know, <laughs> but either way, I just, I just had this beautiful visual of that. So the listener, you have to go on, you have to check. <laughs> out. Um, you know, I record all these with video and with audio. I don't know if the video will end up on YouTube or not. If I get time, it will, but I just want to say, um, you all, if it doesn't go up on, um, you, if it's not up on YouTube, um, by the time you listen to this, or if it's not ever doesn't ever go up on YouTube. You're missing her beautiful smile because she, <laughs> because she has this. Uh, she, you just see the cards, and I, I do get that though because it keeps them focused on the cards, which is what the message is. But you have a beautiful soul, beautiful smile, and I'm so glad that I got to see it. And I uh, see you. Hope the listeners energy. <laughs> yes, it's true. It's true. But I think that's the feeding of each other. So, yes. um, two Tauruses. I mean, in the house. 
right? <laughs> I'm not, I'm a Sag rising though. So a lot of times my Sag is what's uh, extremely uh, apparent. So and I had no fire, idea. I'm You're a fire, fire rising, rising too? I'm a Leo rising. Oh, so hilarious. And probably has been confusing for you not to get too much off topic, but appearing to the world like a fire sign when you're really a baby earth sign can be challenging at times. <laughs> I don't know if you've had your uh, natal chart done, but, um, and for the listener, I do recommend it. It is, I can remember, I did another episode with the natal chart um, uh, with an astrologer. She's amazing. And Elodie is her name. And I got my natal chart done with her. And when I saw when she explained it to me, I was like, wow. And then I realized I'm a seesaw. And I was like, of course I'm a seesaw. And it just gave me such clarity in my life because the seesaw is just always trying to balance the earth and the fire, earth and the fire, groundedness, passion, groundedness, passion, and trying to find the middle ground there. And so um, it just gave me so much clarity. So do you find that too with the earth and the fire? Well, I do, but I, I would say, like you said, you use tarot as a tool in your life. I use astrology as a tool in my life. I don't like, and I haven't ever had my natal chart read. I've just interpreted it myself. And I, you know, astrology is a completely different language to me, but personally, yes, I've observed that. Absolutely. Finding the balance between those two. So. Well, now we have, now the listener has so many tools by this point with the podcast <laughs> and with uh, just, and you know, they, they have so many resources to go to. So, you know, they can go get their needle chart done and then they can pop on Mama Manifestor on YouTube and check out what you have to say or what the universe has to say about it through you. Um, so through me. I'm say. just through, a channel. You're just a channel. I get it. I, I, I'm a Reiki practitioner, so I get it. It's the uh, let the ego, I, you know, let the ego go, let it flow. So I've never said that before, but I like that. Let the ego I like it flow, too. Let it flow. I'm, girl, that might be one of my next, next taglines. Um, there you go. Uh, that's what happens. And to the listener, this is what happens when you find your tribe is the energy just flows so beautifully inspired thoughts happen. And that's what I love about um, this podcast and being able to meet souls like yourself, Carly. I just feel so blessed because I, it's like sitting down having a cup of tea. Like I'm, so, you know, it's sometimes I'm like, I thought I was supposed to be interviewing here and I haven't shut up. <laughs> it's excited nature and it's it's I wish this for everybody I wish for everybody to find their tribe so they can vibe higher you know so that they can be inspired like this and just feel the the energy and the joy coming from connection so I appreciate you so much I appreciate you too and chances are viewer if you're listening to this message you're gonna if you haven't yet you're gonna you're gonna find your tribe at some point so don't worry about that if you're listening you're right you're right there <laughs> you're right there a hundred percent so Carly um we so mama manifestor on YouTube mama mama manifestor on Facebook is that correct yes or I don't really post much on on Facebook I'm not really on Facebook as much I'm I'm just mostly on YouTube and I have my I, I contract on the side I don't want to share too much information about that because it's I'm supposed to be private, but I do contract. Um, and I have an Instagram, which I post on sometimes. It's not my first priority, but sometimes you'll get different words of wisdom if you care. It's the same mama manifests. So. I love it. Well, thank you so much. And before we go, I do have this thing and I'm going to do it until it becomes, I guess, too predictable, but it's a rapid fire question and it's Groundhog oh. Day. It's a simple one. Um, it's Groundhog Day in your world. And so, but Groundhog Day in the most 
beautiful way possible. It's a day where you get to spend the same day over and over again with all your favorite things. So people, um, food, books, whatever you're into, tarot decks, what does your day look like? Oh, wow. Um, I'm with my daughter. Definitely. She is, she brings out the most, I mean, I, you know, I'm with my daughter, I think any parent or somebody who loves a child can understand where I'm going with there, but children around, maybe even a couple other children, just surrounded by the people that I love and love me. I think that's the most important as a tourist, you probably know of food. It's, it's hard to narrow it down, but Thai food, Thai food, lots of Thai food. I would like a body of water. It doesn't need to necessarily be an ocean, even though I love it. It could be a nice lake and the sun. And um, I don't even know if I would have my tarot deck with me at this point. I mean, I love the tarot, but if I'm just having that day where I'm disconnecting and connecting at the same time, because everything's a paradox, um, <laughs> that's what it looks like. My, my daughter, the people I love, lots of food. How about a buffet of like all of my favorites, Thai food, you know, um, desserts and yeah. Why and limit ourselves to one item? Yeah. Buffets. Yeah. Buffets are the mine. Buffets. Yes. I'm not afraid of germs at a buffet. I'm too focused on the food. So right. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Uh, yeah. and I love it, Carly. So thank you so much for spending time with us today. And thank you. I appreciate you so much. And I am so looking forward to spending more time on your channel. I've been on there, um, but I, I definitely am going to keep coming back there. So I appreciate you. And uh, yeah, just thank you for being such an amazing guest today. Thank you for being an amazing well, that concludes this episode of the Let Your Woo Woo Show podcast. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate, and don't forget to share to anyone you think would enjoy it. And remember, we are all a little woo woo. That's what makes you you. Much love to you all. Until next time.